Countless Americans are dealing with addictive behavior, whether it's alcohol, gambling, food, or another destructive addiction. How can you tell if you're addicted, and what can you do about it? Our next guest has the answers. He's Lance Dotis, a medical doctor and assistant clinical professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thank you. You're author of Breaking Addiction, a seven-step handbook for ending any addiction. How common is addictive behavior? Is there a way to say what the percentage of Americans are that suffer from addictions? Well, that's a actually a complicated question. There are probably 40, 50 million people with clear addictions in the country if you count all types of addictions. Wow. But what makes it extra complicated is that some addictive behaviors we don't even call addictions. We call them by another name. We call them compulsions, whether it's compulsive gambling or compulsively cleaning your house. And although most people don't think of it this way, all of those behaviors are really linked together. So it's very hard to get an exact measurement, but it's very common. Well, let's start at the beginning. How can somebody tell if they've got an addiction? The best way to do that is from the inside out. Usually people measure it from the outside in. They say, well, look, is your life being ruined by, say, drinking or gambling or something like that? And that's okay. But the most accurate way depends upon what addiction is. Since addiction is something that is an emotional response to feeling overwhelmed with helplessness, the way to diagnose it is to look at the times that people feel the addictive urge. If those times are when you feel terribly stressed, trapped, helpless, and you don't otherwise use the drug or do the activity, that is almost certainly an addiction. For example, the opposite would be somebody who says, well, I have a cigarette with my coffee every morning. Is that an addiction? Well, it's probably not. It's probably a habit. It's something that you do at a certain time in the day. It has no significant psychological meaning. It's just a habit that actually can be broken, as many people have done with cigarettes. But addictions are harder to break. I guess there's a situation where people are sort of blind to the fact that they have an addiction. Oh, absolutely. It's well known that there are people who have obvious addictions who deny that they have it. So that certainly is true. But it's also true that there are people who are doing things and don't quite realize that this is a compulsive behavior that has important meaning to them and that in order to stop it, it's not just a question of willpower, it's a question of understanding it. Doctor, has there ever been any research done to see if there is a genetic connection to addictive behavior? Well, there has been quite a lot of research, actually. For example, if you look at people who have the same genes, identical twins have exactly the same genes. And if one of the twins has alcoholism, the odds are, the chances are, that the other one does not. So to call it a genetic disorder would be insane because, as you can see, people with the same genes don't necessarily even have the same condition. There is some genetic loading or vulnerability, but no one has been able to ever find a gene for any of the addictions, and it seems unlikely that they ever will. The process is so complex that the likelihood, it seems to me, is that if there is any genetic loading, it has more to do with the, quote, choice of addiction rather than having an addiction itself, which is a psychological kind of process. If I'm someone listening who knows someone, perhaps a beloved family member who has an addiction, what advice would you have? You know, you want to make sure that you, first of all, understand how addiction works. And then you also want to make sure that the people around you who care about you understand it so that they aren't blaming you or thinking that you're stupid or stubborn or something like that. Beyond that, then there's the other question of, is it really an addiction? And this requires some paying attention to the events that occurred just before 
you do the addictive act. That's the key moment. Once you can identify the key moment when you first think about the addiction, never mind the addiction itself, but the moment when you think about it, then you have to look backwards and see what was going on that led to this. And if you can identify that pattern, if there is a pattern, then you can be pretty sure that you have an addiction, and then you can go ahead to understand it in the way I've described, and you can explain it to your family. And the book is Breaking Addiction, a seven-step handbook for ending any addiction. The author, Lance Dotis, M.D., and you can check out his website at lancedotis, L-A-N-C-E-D-O-D-E-S dot com. Doctor, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Well, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. Thanks to InfoTrack reporters Roy Mackey and Taryn McCaw. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. And I'm Chris Whitten. Internet services by Pear.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.